And, and, in three, two, one, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all ages, welcome to Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I am Tony Visick, and we come to you each week, five days a week at 2 p.m. a Mountain Standard Time. We are your daily distraction from all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla in the world today. We come to you on a multitude of platforms now including Spotify, Mixler, SoundCloud, sometimes, but not always, on ComedySchoolsRadio.com, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, and right here, where it all started, on Facebook Live. Uh, we've been doing this on a regular basis now since March of 2020. Uh, I just got like some big message right into my ears here from one of the computers. It just went... So if you saw me jump, if you're watching on Facebook Live, uh, it wasn't a bug crawling up my ass. So uh, I probably got a few of those going on right now, but uh, that was not the reason why. Um, we only go 30 minutes. Okay, 30 minutes is all that we need. It's all that we ask of you. Uh, we're not selling you freedom seeds or really crappy health insurance or Christian insurance, uh, which is really crap insurance if you take a look at it. Um, uh, we're also not uh, uh, trying to sell you our gold. Where we buy our gold? Like that makes a damn bit of difference. Um, our supplements to make you strong. We're, not, or we're also not selling a load of horseshit. So uh, we're just uh, going for 30 minutes. Let me explain to you how the 30 minutes works at the end of each and every 30-minute segment. Now I got the hiccups. Of course I get the hiccups during the show. Hold on while I take the great old hiccup cure, a glass of water. Technically not a glass of water. Uh, I've got a water bottle. Simple truth, a vapor distilled water. And we'll see if vapor distilled water gets rid of the hiccups faster. Then, um, then uh, regular water. I believe it has. Uh, so here's how the 30 minutes works. Man, where can you get a live raw show like this? Probably a lot of places. Uh, I'll tell you how the show works. Is At the end of each uh, segment, we recommend one artist or one piece of music off our vast vinyl album and compact disc collection. Uh, oftentimes we have some knick-knack or thingamajig or thingamabob, uh, some dilio, some autograph memorabilia that we show you visually on Facebook Live and then try to weave a personal story around. We try to make it entertaining enough for those of you who are exclusively listeners and not viewers. Uh, sometimes we're not always successful. Sometimes we don't have one, <clears throat> like today. Uh, <laughs> then uh, the most important part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, are your questions and comments as we traipse through the 30 minutes. Because oftentimes you make the show far more entertaining than anything comes out of my pointed little skull. Uh, kind of a slow news day, huh? <laughs> my, my, my. You know, uh, it is a testament to the fabric of this country uh, that it is holding together under the, uh, the insane strain. Because we do seem to be insane in the main membrane. The insane strain that uh, it seems to be undergoing right now from uh, an almost overturned election back in January to uh, uh, the uh, capital of the United States being stormed by insurrectionist traitor, traitors and those with treasonous intent uh, to um, gun restrictions being lifted. And at the same time, the Congress uh, passing laws that seem to uh, be helpful in keeping guns out of... Uh, lunatics hands and uh, in my estimation 
you know, a lot of times you'll say, somebody say, well, we're talking about, you know, uh, putting some reasonable restrictions on guns. They go, well, try to take my guns away. See what happens. Those are exactly the people who shouldn't have guns. If you go to knee-jerk reaction to any attempt to have some sort of reasonable accommodations in exercising the Second Amendment is to make some sort of threat, veiled or overt, you are the type of person who should, we should take a second look at how, um, uh, in what, how libertine we should be in allowing you to exercise that. Just like the freedom of speech doesn't allow you um, to, uh, uh, to slander or defame or even to engage in fighting words in many cases. Um, if your go-to, if we go, well, we're looking at some reasonable accommodations for trying to reduce gun violence, you go, try to take my guns away and see what happens. <laughs> um, if you're one of those, you're exactly who we're talking about. You're someone who um, may have uh, some issues that would cause us to uh, think twice about allowing you to purchase a pistol. Um, from um, now, you're going to be able to walk around. They're going to try to fight it. You can walk around a Times Square uh, with a, a gun hidden in your pocket, and uh, if someone tries to sell you a CD or mixtape, it's bullshit, which goes on a lot in Times Square. Uh, there might be a, there might be a shooting, and instead of moving away from gun violence in America, we seem to be moving towards it. The same Supreme Court that did that today uh, did a little dance that we all knew was coming. We all knew it was coming. I guess it was kind of like watching, uh, being upstairs. The country had kind of like being upstairs in a three-story house that had caught fire on the first floor and there wasn't really any way out and you just had to wait for the fire to get to you. And today, the fire got to us and your right to privacy has been totally stripped away. Notice what I said. Or at least the tools and the implements that can now be used to strip away your rights to privacy. Many of the rights that you take for granted have now been stripped away. Yeah, Roe v. Wade was overturned. Not only was Roe v. Wade overturned, it was overturned rudely, brusquely, and some say with arrogance. The claim that a seven to two, a seven to two majority that actually gave rights was a weak argument when is there ever a weak argument for giving people more rights and more freedom in a country that is the land of the free and the home of the brave? There is no weak argument for freedom. And what happened today was that women's reproductive rights were stripped away from them. Not immediately. Well, in some cases, immediately. In some cases, in states, immediately. But people aren't really thinking the ramifications of today's ruling. You know, this Supreme Court uh, cites Plessy versus Ferguson as something that was over, over, uh, overturned. It was overturned with Brown versus Board of Education. That's absolutely, positively true. Uh, but that was uh, over, overturning a ruling that took away rights. It was one that said that African-American people in this country, and then uh, by extension other people of color, were separate. Were separate. And allowed a 60-year, 60-year uh, for six years, it was legal. It was codified. It was venerated to uh, be able to um, uh, segregate 
and uh, treat people uh, treat African Americans as less than equal. It was the law, baby. It was the law. And now, once again, we have seen a right rescinded. This Supreme Court decision will eventually go down in history as being as heinous and disgusting as the Dred Scott decision and Plessy versus Ferguson. It will be seen in that light someday. For many, it already is. Uh, we got some people watching. Uh, for those of you that don't know who are just listening on Spotify, this is a comedy show. <laughs> but uh, sometimes we veer off into serious subjects as we are today. Uh, uh, Randy O, uh, I, uh, Randy Oyo, Ioma. God, I think I must have had a stroke sometime recently. We have a hard time pronouncing some words. Uh, who is a good friend of ours and a very funny guy and a and a uh, far more intelligent intelligent than me. Uh, wrote it's ironic that a likely rape rapist on the Supreme Court voted to make abortion illegal, even in conceptions caused by rape. Uh, Angie of Aries says, too bad I can't hear this today. I'm sure it's a bit, it's a bit somber. Uh, I don't know why you can't hear it, Angie, but if you can't pick it up on Facebook, you can go to uh, Spotify and just uh, type into Google Living on a Thin Line podcast and you can find us there. Um, yeah, you know, um, I have my own thoughts on what went on with Brett Kavanaugh's nomination. I don't think Brett Kavanaugh uh, was Supreme Court uh, timber, uh, nor do I think Clarence Thomas is or was, um, but uh, uh, that that guy is now on the Supreme Court making these sort of decisions is very stunning to a lot of people. Jello, Johnny Jello, I always call it Jello Johnny. If, by the way, those who just listen, we kind of have uh, what we call the uh, living on a th thin line gangbang, and that's a gang of people who just uh, bang on keyboards and send us questions and comments, and they a lot of times shape the show because they're usually uh, personal friends of ours. Uh, <coughs> in many walks of life, and we try to respond to their comments. Uh, Johnny Jello says, in my opinion, this is why the Second Amendment exists when the government takes over your rights as you being no longer having the choice uh, to your own person safe. Women lost the right to their bodies. Yeah, I don't know what having a gun will help with, with that, John. You know, uh, not taking uh, anything away from your thoughts. Uh, I don't know how, you know, you're not going to be able to hold a gun to a doctor's head and say, uh, uh, you know, uh, I need to terminate this pregnancy. So um, uh, I, I see what, you know, I, I see how you're trying to to uh, wrap your mind around both of them. And I'm not putting you down for that. But um, I don't really see how that, how that kind of fits here. I think what's important is not just what's, what, what happened today is important. But beyond that is what Clarence Thomas wrote, where he talked about a lot of rulings on due process, and then he named off court cases, need to be taken, uh, need to have another look, because they were decided uh, improperly. And one of those is Griswold versus Connecticut. And that's the one that gives women the right to birth control. And people don't realize how important the pill initially or even IUDs, for goodness sakes. How important they were in human progress. Uh, that women were not um, uh, hostage to biology. That they could choose, they could pick and choose when they wanted to have a baby or a family. And this, this freed them up in ways that uh, a lot of people in life today simply don't understand. Don't understand. 
And Clarence Thomas is saying that that case needs to be revisited, along with the case that um, I, the next thing that'll fall, the next thing will fall is gay marriage. So here's my bet. I'm making a bet right now. Okay, anybody listening? Okay, the first state to rescind same-sex marriage will be Texas. The Texas legend, because we saw that the Texas GOP at their convention said that uh, homosexuality is an abnormal lifestyle, which is a stupid statement uh, just, you know, on its face because uh, homosexuality is not a lifestyle. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a way that you are, you know. It's like I'm Irish. And they go, the Irish lifestyle. I'm also Croatian. The Croatian lifestyle is abnormal. Well, I can be Irish or Croatian and, and do not, not do a single thing that one would assume would be Irish or, Cro or Croatian. Uh, and I don't know if there would be uh, eat potatoes or drink or fight. But uh, uh, anyway, the Texas GOP said that homosexuality is an abnormal lifestyle. So Texas will be the first state to attempt to outlaw uh, same-sex marriage. Uh, and Mississippi will be the first state to outlaw birth control. You're sitting there going, well, that's insane. That's insane. It's not insane. Okay? It's what's going to happen. Even if I'm not exactly right about which states do it. Because there are groups and organizations and people who believe down to their very fiber that gay marriage is wrong and believe down to their very fiber that birth control is wrong. They believe that. And they have now the ways and the means. They have the money. They have the financial resources. And they have lawyers and organizations and groups so that they will be able to bring these cases. And they will begin in conservative states. And you will slowly see rights. The right to privacy, which so many of you and I believe is one of those rights given to us by God. No right is given to us by God. Okay? It took a revolutionary war fought by the people who lived in the 13 colonies against the British Empire. It took the writings of the people that waged that war to confer rights, to codify rights. That's what it took. Before that, in this country, it was the divine right of kings. Kings were considered... Uh, divinity and what they said went. So, uh, as Sam Cooke said in his song, a change is going to come and the change is uh, blown the wrong way. It's within the realm of possibility that not only same-sex marriage could be outlawed, but we could go back to a time in some places where marriage between a Chinese woman and a white man or a black man and a white woman could be outlawed again because they were outlawed in my lifetime, in the lifetime of some of you listening. And if you don't think it's going to happen, if you don't believe me, just watch. If you don't believe me, just watch. If you don't believe me, just watch. Uh, the people who say the country's going in the wrong direction are talking about you. Talking about you, consider yourself a conservative, but um, uh, they, one of your kids is gay. 
They're talking about you. They're talking about you if you go, well, I'm a conservative woman because you've started your own business and you don't be overtaxed. They're talking about you. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. You're a sassy woman. That's what they're talking about. A lot of you who think you're conservatives, okay, because you're Chamber of Commerce conservatives, because uh, you don't like rap music. A lot of you think you're conservatives because you don't feel like listening to a lot of people tell you you don't like the idea that there seems to be a gay character in every television show you watch. You're about to be shocked by what happens in this country. A lot of you think you're conservatives because uh, you, you want to keep your taxes low. Okay, You're about to be shocked by what's going to happen in this country. You simply are. You simply are. Okay, But we're all going to help each other make it through the day. We're all going to help each other make it through the day. Look, I've been involved for the last couple of years. I've done what I can with the time that I have. You know, I've got my own business. Uh, you know, I run my own business. Uh, it takes a lot of time to do that. Uh, I take a lot of risks with my business because I do sometimes talk about these types of things publicly, which is going to turn off a certain segment of the population who go, we're not going to go uh, to anything. We're not going to be involved with anything he does. I take those risks. Uh, I was out on the street every day during the election uh, holding sides for Joe Biden. I knocked on doors. I uh, put door knockers uh, on uh, on uh, doorknobs. You know, uh, I did all of that. I made phone calls. Um, <coughs> it's tiring. It's massive. Okay. It wears you out. You know, I chaired a Democratic Social Committee for a while. It wears you out. It takes you away from making money. It takes you away from your family. All right, but we're all going to have, if, if you believe that what's going on in the country right now is wrong, know that all of that stuff that takes extra energy, uh, the right wing, the religious right wing, and that's who it is, okay? They, uh, while you're asleep, they're in the corner doing push-ups, baby. They're in the corner doing push-ups and some jumping jacks, and they're, they're touching their toes, and they're doing stretches, and they're running in place. They could be dancing. Dancing, yeah. Anyway, look, there was no way I could do this show today. Uh, I didn't. I don't want to talk about this. It's not what I want to talk about. Okay, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about funny stuff. I want to talk about silly stuff. I want to talk about goofy stuff. I want to talk about who made the better president, Batman or Superman. Not, you know, really, you know. But I just want to have those kind of conversations. I want to talk about rock and roll. I want to talk about Robert Johnson. You know, Howlin' Wolf, BB King, the Sex Pistols. The Grateful Dead, Evelyn Champagne King, The Kinks, Coolio. I would talk about stuff like that. There's Gilmore Robles, Robles right on time. I think I, I did something that was close to semblance of singing, and he just wrote, please don't sing. Guillermo was an old friend of ours who uh, may or may not uh, live in Arizona any longer, who watched the show every day, and it stays quiet for the entire 30 minutes, uh, unless I sing. And then he says, please don't sing. And that makes me sing more. All right. Let's make a shift. Let's make a seismic shift. And let's talk about uh, my personal life. Uh, let's, let's make this transition. I went to a homeowner association meeting last night. Uh, I'm no longer the president of the Maricopa Meadows Homeowner Association. Uh, I was the president of Maricopa Meadows Homeowner Association. That's right. I was the president of an HOA probably the most hated type of organization in the country. Uh, during that time, uh, we were able to lower the dues. Uh, we got out of some silly contracts. 
We beautified the neighborhood where we won an award. We were written up in period in uh, uh, the media out here for the awards that we won. Uh, we did all of that, and for that, I was uh, soundly uh, tossed out because on Facebook, uh, people who did, uh, there was a guy who was on the board with us, and when we hired a, an African American woman to be our community manager, he quit the board and then started a one-man whirlwind campaign against all of us on the board uh, using Facebook to spread lies, and then other people picked up those lies. Um, <laughs> Sasky B says, people wait HOs. HOAs have never lived next door to my mother. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny, Sasky. Thank you. Um, and for all of that, I was uh, roundly booted out, and we have a, now we have a board, uh, and it's all new people, who got upset to go and you, you guys are really well, we're really well uh, deep in the pain in this stuff. You know all about it. And we're learning. And these are people that ran for uh, the board of directors, homeowner association, who um, one of them, uh, in my estimation, kind of admitted last night, they don't know what they're doing. They're learning with a seven figure budget and 1600 homes. And um, the place is starting to fall apart, man. It's starting to fall apart. Uh, the grass is dying. They don't seem to get anything done. There's uh, uh, fences up around all the tot lots now where they, uh, there's kids' playground equipment. It's all fenced off, and the grass is dying. And uh, uh, you're kind of met with open hostility when you ask questions now. You're met with a derision and sarcasm that I think is uh, should be uh, exclusive to uh, podcasts, Facebook pages, and comedy stages. Um, I never was... Uh, 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 mean or rude, I may have been brusque on occasion uh, with anyone while I was the president of that board, no matter how much I may know they personally hated me and as much as I may have disliked them, I treated them with respect during and after the meetings because they were homeowners here. But that is not what's going on now. So um, uh, I went to one of those last night and you know what? And it's one of those things where I'm talking about going a little extra, going a little extra because that's where I was last night. Because in my mind, we have an ineffectual board that is missing a lot of, not only big ticket items, but little ticket items. And I have to live here. I choose to live here. And I chose for years to participate in my community. And now a lot of the people that uh, shit talk me on Facebook are now shit talking them and they don't know what to do about it. Because they're not used to seeing their name in print in a negative way. Whereas I'm in a shit talking business, the stand up comedy business. And am quite used to it. I'm saying I love it. I don't say that I go out and eat a muffin and go, mm, boy, someone just told a lie about me on Facebook. <laughs> I don't do that. Anyway, that's where I was instead of one of my great shows. And I hope that you were at one of uh, my great shows last night and you continue to go to them this weekend because we've got some great shows for you. I want to thank uh, Ralph and the Bunch down at the Roost for uh, uh, ha uh, hosting us last night. At the Roost on John Wayne Parkway Pilgrim. Uh, right here in the um, the uh, fast-growing community of Maricopa, Arizona. The only weekly comedy show in Maricopa takes place at the Roost on John Wayne Parkway. The Roost is seen on Bar Rescue every Thursday from 7 to 8.30. ComedySchools.com, JP's Comedy Club, takes over. And for an hour and a half, we bring live, fun, local, free stand-up comedy to the community. To the community! That's what we do. And I want to thank Ernesto Ortiz for headlining last night. And I thank Liz Frizius and DJ Payne for uh, hosting, and John Cowan, and Terry Jean, and Jeff Morrill, and I know I'm missing someone, and I can't remember who, 
for all uh, making the drive on a 347 and entertaining my friends and neighbors out here. We had a wing-dang doodle of a time. While that was going on, of course, at 7 p.m. in Gilbert, Arizona, we've got these timed. You ready? Three, two, one. Boom! And the show start. Nate, Nate Bammel, uh, Nat Bammel, was uh, up at uh, J.P.'s Comedy Club in Gilbert. J.P.'s Comedy Club. J.P.'sComedyClub.com. 860 East Warner Road, Gilbert, Arizona. When you think comedy, you think Gilbert, Arizona. And when you think Gilbert, Arizona, you think J.P.'s. Uh, Nat back uh, for, I think, our third, his third time. He's a J.P. Discovery. We kind of uh, caught one of his uh, YouTube videos one time. Went, hey, this kid looks good. This kid looks good. He looks like he's a comer. And we've got a few of those. Uh, we had a great time with him. He's got two shows tonight. Uno, dos, two, two up at J.P. So pop on up there. Pop on up there and have yourself tons of fun. Saturday night, once again, two shows going on. J- well, three, two at J.P.'s. One, 730, Vito's Restaurant. On Lindsay Road in Mesa, Arizona, now the longest-running comedy showcase in the Valley, in the East Valley, uh, with uh, uh, Sandra Risser, who was at the Roost Thursday night, filled in for someone who couldn't make it. We want to thank her for that. We've got her headlining the Roost, along with Ken Ferguson's Show Up Improv. What? The best Italian food this side of Mulberry Street, along with uh, uh, an award-winning stand-up comic and an improv group? You got it, bucko! Go to vetoes.bamtickets.com, B-A-M-M, or just Google Vetoes in Mesa, and then call them, and they'll tell you how to get tickets. Only a few tickets remaining for that dinner and a show. And then Sunday night, Sunday night, they merge together as one. We come together as one. And on Sunday, the world will live as one, because I, in the ComedySchools.com gang, We'll be with Jim and the JP's Comedy Club.com gang. We're actually all the same gang. Together at JP's Comedy Club for round three of Funniest Comic in the Valley. The first two Sundays have just been tons of fun. They went so smooth. Liz Freezius does such a great job of hosting. I'm not going to tell you who the judges are. I will tell you afterwards. The judges are t- doing such a great job of judging. They take it serious. Okay. Uh, they're all uh, veterans of the stage themselves. They take it very seriously. Uh, and do a, we do a great job, and we're going to do it again uh, this Sunday. After that, there'll be three more preliminaries. 60 go in, one come out, one comes out, one grand prize winner wins $1,000, but we've added two prizes. We have added uh, second place will get a paid feature spot at JP's Comedy Club, and third place winner will get a guest spot on the Tempe Comedy Concert Series. So uh, we got all that going. Some comments today. Got on some comments today. Got on some comments today. Uh, Jello Johnny says, "Can I vote for a song to be an honorable mention for today? The song Cats that created by Harry Chapin. We'll make it an honorable mention. We've got a, a song uh, picked out for us, uh, Johnny Jello. We do have a song picked out, but we uh, we're gonna give that honorable mention. People should check that out. It's a great song. Jojo Justice says, "I got a free kitty today. Congratulations." And I got my hair colored, and I'm happy with both. The stylist gave me the kitty. Uh, hi to whoever's here today. I am happy about having a kitty. Well, good for you, Jojo. We have a third cat in the house now, a cat named Waffles. Waffles. So uh, Waffles is actually one of my uh, daughter and uh, grandson's cats. Well, one daughter and granddaughter had the cat, but they moved, and where they moved, 
Uh, they moved in with someone. They already had a cat. The cat's getting along. So they gave it to the other daughter and grandson. But they're moving, and they can't have a cat there. So even though we have two cats inside and a bunch of cats outside, uh, when my grandson calls me up, very serious, sounding like a very grown-up man, and say to me, Grandpa, you know, um, Waffles, we could have to put him in a foster home and never see him again or anything, and he's a good cat. And I was just wondering if you and Nana would take him, you know, because... You know, and just explain to me how this is all going to make uh, make sense. Uh, couldn't really say no. So uh, we now have, uh, uh, it's it's two people. It's two people in their 60s and three cats. We are cat people. So uh, they are just fantastic animals. We also have a dog. Uh, they're just fantastic animals, Jojo. Uh, you'll get a lot of love and affection from that pet. Uh, Tigger is a good name for it. Hello, Kelly. Bambro. Hello to you and your wonderful husband, Jim. Um... I don't know. Am I out of time? I'm out of time. I'm out of time. Wow. Okay. Um, I was going to do something goofy today, but I just didn't get to it. You know, when you get up in the morning and the, um, and the headline is uh, that Roe v. Wade's been overturned, uh, you go, Ugh. Ooh. Man. You know, it's just weird that Clarence Thomas, uh, who's an African-American man who's had the African-American experience in America, that even at the best of times was still one uh, that is different than uh, uh, of a white person, uh, that he's the one who seems to want to undo so many of the rights that have been bestowed of that, that a progressive, inclusive, diverse country saw as common sense and decent, that he is the one who overtly said that we should be undoing those, uh, is, it's beyond words. It's beyond words. All right. Let's get to the music for today. Uh, we've talked about this album recently. We've talked about it before. It's one of the most important albums of the 1970s. One of the most important albums of this man's career. Uh, in, a, uh, in a career where almost every album was important, even his lesser ones. This is Bob Dylan, Blood on the Tracks. Blood on the Tracks, which was recorded uh, as he was going through his divorce, was uh, totally recorded. And then he threw it all out and went in and re-recorded it all again. Um... It's got some of the greatest songs in the Bob Dylan discography. Uh, some of the greatest songs of all time. This came out in 1974. Uh, Eric Weisberg and Deliverance played on this, along with uh, Tony Brown and Buddy Cage. Uh, Buddy Cage was a great steel guitarist. He did a lot of great session work. Um, side 2 was the side that everybody thought was going to be the big giant uh, side because it had Lily, Rosemary, and a Jack of Hearts. And we thought it was going to be a throwback to, and it was, to those great seven, eight, nine-minute songs he used to do. Uh, and Side 2 has some great songs in it. Meet Me in the Morning, If You See Her, Say Hello, Shelter from the Storm, and Buckets of Rain, all great songs. But Side 1, Side 1 uh, are songs that uh, if you were going to look at music like paintings, these are, if you look at Dylan as a painter, these are some of the, these were is almost like the same level as Picasso's Guernica. Um, it has uh, "You're Gonna Make Me Lonesome When You Go," "You're a Big Girl Now," "Simple Twist of Fate," "Tangled Up in Blue," um, "Tangled Up in Blue," and "Simple Twist of Fate" are probably in my top five Bob Dylan songs. But "Idiot Wind," and we dedicate "Idiot Wind" by Bob Dylan. Of blood on the tracks to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Someone's got it in for me. So, hold on. 
So uh, I want you to, uh, it'll be up in the chats in a moment. When you listen to it, it is a knife-cutting song full of uh, anger and rage. All right, it, it's kind of uh, the sound of Bob Dylan's voice and the way that he sings this song. Idiot wind blowing every time you move your mouth. Blowing down the back roads headed south. Clarence Thomas, living on a thin line and living on a thin line gang, dedicate Bob Dylan's Idiot Wind to you. Okay, folks, that's our show. We will be back Monday with more thrilling tales from yesteryear right here on Living on a Thin Line. Bye-bye. They're planting stories in the press.